0: Welcome to The Church Door, a place where I can post my Bible studies and sermons for your listening pleasure. I'm the Reverend Matthew Fenn, pastor of St. Peter's Evangelical Lutheran Church in Stratford, Ontario. Thanks for tuning us in. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Church attendance has declined. Many of you know this all too well. You can remember back to days when there were more people here. There has been a long and slow decline in church attendance over many decades. This, isn't, this decline is not unique to St. Peter's. It is not unique to the Lutheran Church. It is straight across the board in North America, and every denomination is affected. Now, that was the situation going into 2020. Then the pandemic hit. And the pandemic has precipitated the most drastic decline in church attendance in our lifetime. Most churches still have not recovered fully. Some churches will not recover. According to research done by the Barna Group, one in three... One in three practicing Christians dropped out of church entirely at the beginning of the pandemic. That's the beginning. It's a major crisis, isn't it? So what are we going to do about it? The first step towards recovery, I think, is to understand and to recognize what goes on in church and why it's important. Only by seeing why church is important can we be motivated to come or help motivate others to come. We have to see why church attendance is essential for our spiritual health. And this morning, our first reading from Acts has some critical things to teach us that highlight something about church. They highlight how God sends preachers, and then they highlight highlight how God uses preaching. First, God sends preachers. Paul and his companions, Silas and Timothy, they were at a loss at what to do. They were trying to start a missionary uh, journey in Asia Minor, what we call Turkey. But any time they tried to preach the gospel, they found a barrier put in their way, and they couldn't do it. Those barriers were placed there by God himself. And then, so the Holy Spirit would not let them preach the gospel in Asia Minor, Turkey. Finally... During one of their travels, Paul has a vision in the night of a man from Macedonia pleading with him to come and help them. God was calling Paul to proclaim the good news to the people of Macedonia. They were forbidden to go in one direction and were invited to go in another direction. The Spirit says, don't go there, come and go over here. Immediately, Paul's little group of missionaries, they got ready and they left for Europe. The first time, by the way, Christianity comes to Europe, Europe's mainland. And their first stop was a little town called Philippi. Luke describes the city as a leading city, as a Roman colony. And while in Philippi, it happens to be the Sabbath day and they go to a place that they expect will be a place of worship. And they head outside the city gate and they go about a mile to a spot along the river and Paul and his company encounter Lydia and a group of women gathered at a riverside together for prayer. Let's pause there and think about that for a second. The Bible teaches that we are not to serve in the public ministry without a valid call from God. God has to send pastors. Paul himself wrote in Romans, how can they preach unless they are sent? It is God who calls men into the public ministry. Now, in times past, God, the Lord would call some men directly. We see an example of this in this morning's text. There were lots of people Paul wanted to preach the gospel to. He could have preached the gospel to, but the Holy Spirit called him, God sent him to a specific place, a specific group of people. Now, some continue to think that God works that way. Some believe that God works directly apart from means. And and some people will say that in order to be a pastor, you have to feel something. You have to have an experience, a liver shiver, a special connection with God, zapped by the Holy Spirit or something. They think that those feelings are what qualify them to be a pastor in the church. That is not the ordinary way that God works. (coughs) God doesn't send preachers today through feelings or visions or even dreams. Today, God calls men into the ministry through pastors and congregations of the church through the call oh sorry though though the call comes through the church the call is still from god himself pastors are just as sent by god as if they had heard the voice of the lord directly the only difference is that the church is the instrument through which god calls men to be pastors yet just like paul Pastors are called by God to preach to a specific group of people. God has sent pastors to us poor sinners. Pastors are sent by Jesus to rebuke us for our sins by the law and then to comfort us through with Jesus' death and resurrection in the gospel. This means that God has sent someone to you whom he wants you to listen to to listen as he preaches to you god wants you to listen to his word through the mouth of a man whom he has sent through his church that's the way it's been since the beginning of the of the church that's the way it will be until christ comes again pastors t- teach and train and ordain men for the ministry and congregations vote and pick their pastors. Now, this helps us to see why church attendance is essential. It's important because God has sent a pastor to preach spe- to you specifically in the, to this particular group of people in this particular spot. This is the place where God has made sure that his word is read and preached and taught. God's spirit works here through men whom he has sent. Now this brings us to Lydia. Lydia is the head of her household, it appears. She's an independent businesswoman, perhaps a widow. Lydia was a Gentile worshiper of God who leads her household to worship On the Sabbath, the women who had assembled there to listen to Paul uh, and his companions, the text describes the scene like this. The Lord opened her heart to listen eagerly to what was said by Paul. Lydia's faith becomes immediately active. Uh, She's baptized along with all her household, and she opens her home, and Paul and his friends stay there. So I want you to see that Lydia gathered with God's people for worship. Remember that this was the first time that Christianity had ever been to this specific city. So Lydia went to the only place she knew where she could hear God's word. She went to the place where she knows she could pray with others, with her fellow people who shared her faith. If Lydia had not gone on that Sabbath to the place of worship, she would have missed out hearing the message about Jesus, the Messiah. So her attendance was necessary. This also means that our attendance is necessary. It's essential. The church is the place where God works. It, this is where God's people gather people of like faith, to pray, praise, and give thanks. Here's where we find God's word preached. We will miss what God wants to give to us and what he wants to provide for us if we're missing from this place. Lydia brought her entire household. She brought them all to the place of worship. Do you bring your entire household? those of you who have households. (laughs) Do you make church attendance a priority? Or do other things have priority in your life? Is brunch, or sleeping in, or children's sports, or a weekend getaway, do those have a higher priority than coming to church and listening to God's word? We should fear and love God so that we do not despise preaching Him God's Word, but hold it sacred, gladly hear, and learn it. Lydia listened to the preaching, but the Lord had to open her heart to believe. At this point, Paul disappears. It's not the charism- his charismatic personality. It's not his great preaching or how great of a pastor it- he was. That created the faith. No, the faith in Lydia's heart came from God's own merciful work. God opened her inner eyes to see and believe in the Jesus that Paul was talking about. Although the message is Paul's, it's God who opened her heart. Paul's preaching is not adequate by itself. The Lord has to work through it. And the war does not work directly in your hearts. He doesn't work directly in our hearts. He works through the preaching of Paul. And from beginning to end, this text tells us that God's in charge, that God determines the results, and that God uses means. Lydia was not able to believe in Jesus Christ, her Lord, or come to him, but the Holy Spirit called her by the gospel. God gives faith. You cannot come to God on your own. You cannot maintain your Christian life on your own. You cannot do it on your own steam. There is no such thing as a lone wolf Christian. You cannot cannot worship God in your own way. The Spirit still works in the same way He did then. He changes hearts through means. No one comes to Christ by his own power, and the story of Lydia is not a fluke. It's not a one-time historical event. It's the way God works in converting sinners. Preachers are sent. God's people gather to hear his word, and the gospel is preached. The spirit works. Dead hearts are given faith, and people become disciples that's how it worked then that's how it has worked always worked and that's how it will continue to work the work of god comes before and it opens and it convicts and it gives the gifts of repentance and faith so if you claim to be a christian you will attend a church why because god has sent a particular man to preach To a specific group of people who gather at a specific place. While church attendance may be declining today, it is of vital importance. From our text this morning, we have learned that the Holy Spirit works in two ways, by sending a particular man to preach to a specific group of people at a specific place. These people are gathered together on a particular day to listen to God's word preached. This means that our Lord works in our hearts today. Today, like nearly every Sunday in this building for the last 110 years, since 1912, a called and ordained servant of Christ has preached God's Word. God wants to give you the forgiveness of sins, life, salvation he wants you to grow in your faith he wants you to progress in the christian life his deepest desire is that you receive the benefits that jesus won for you on the cross he has purchased you with his blood and those gifts need to be delivered to you and they are delivered to you through the ministry of the church And God has seen to it that throughout your lives and throughout the 110 years that this church has been here, that that grace has been readily available to all. Today, God continues to come to sinners, to open our hearts, to strengthen us in faith towards him and in love for one another. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. You've been listening to The Church Door. Thanks again for tuning in. If you have any comments, questions, or feedback, you can reach me, Pastor Matthew Fenn, at RevFenn, R-E-V-F-E-N-N, at iCloud.com. Look forward to having you with us again next time.